everyone, and welcome to the Rise with the Light podcast. My name is Susan Fink, and this is my weekly podcast dedicated to supporting families raising children with special needs. I'm on a mission to provide hope and positivity through sharing my personal insights, stories, mindset perspectives, and ways to navigate through this journey. Let's get started. joining me today. I wanted to quickly mention, please make sure that you follow this podcast so that you don't miss another episode. And if these episodes are helping you, please leave a star rating, a comment, or share this podcast with someone else that you think might be able to benefit from it so that I can continue to help other people. So thank you so much again for being here. I really appreciate you listening, and I really do hope that these episodes are helping you. So let's go ahead and jump into this episode all about coping. How are you coping with things that are going on in your life? On a fundamental level, coping is basically what we do in response to different situations, stress, trauma, challenges. And as a parent with a child with special needs and a single parent on top of it, I have had to deal with different ways of coping, figuring out what is the best way for me to cope with different stress, anxiety, fear, trauma, challenges. I mean, there's so much that happens in life, right? So how do you actually cope with what is going on with you, with what is going on around you, what's going on in your family, in relationships, with your children, with school, at work. We have to figure out healthy strategies and how we cope with life, right? And I've had to figure this out the hard way. I've tried a lot of different ways of coping. And how do you cope? Have you thought about it? Are you actually intentional in the way that you cope and the choices that you make and how you cope? That's definitely something that I didn't really think about. I wasn't intentional with how I was coping. I was pretty much just doing whatever I felt that would make me feel better in the moment. And that isn't always the healthiest way. So how do you cope? What is coping on a basic level? Like I said, it's what we do in response to something that's going on in our lives. But there are two fundamental ways, basic ways of thinking about coping and how people cope. So the first way is called active coping. So this is more of being engaged with what's going on, if you think about it that way. Active coping is basically the willingness to interact with the stress or fear or anxiety, whatever you're dealing with. It's actually facing it. It's the willingness to face it, to put effort into engaging with those feelings and emotions and challenges and and whatever is happening. So you actually engage, you actually think about the problem, the situation, you think about it and you engage with it. You figure out a way to get through it. So some of these coping efforts and strategies include basically reframing your brain, accepting what's going on, problem solving, regulating your emotions, figuring out tools that you can use in a positive, healthy way that can help you push through and cope with what you're going through and really engage and being active with all of the things that are happening. On the flip side, there's avoidant coping behaviors and strategies, right? This is disengaging. So the first way is active. You're totally engaged with what's going on. The second way is basically avoiding it. 
And a lot of us fall into this category. We avoid what's going on. We are not willing to confront the problem or the situation, the feelings. We're basically escaping that, right? We are avoiding it. So some of the avoiding coping strategies and behaviors are denial, wishful thinking, avoiding it altogether, just not even addressing and facing the feelings and the things that are happening head on, right? We run away from it. It's almost like this fight or flight type of situation where active engagement of coping strategies is like you're fighting through it, you're working through it, you're engaging with it. And avoiding is like the flight. You just don't even want to deal with it. You don't want to think about it. You're in denial about it. You avoid it. You have wishful thinking. Oh, I wish things were different. I wish this was this way. I wish that was that way. There's two different ways of going about it. So have you thought about which way you deal with coping? Are you active? Are you engaging in it? Or are you avoiding it? Are you disengaged in how you're dealing with what's going on around you? I really believe that being aware of how you deal with life, how you deal with the things that are happening, the stress, the anxiety, the fear, the challenges in the family's relationships, work, whatever that is, I really believe the first step is being aware. Being aware of how you cope. What do you do? Do you run away from it? Do you address it? Do you engage with it? Do you disengage? Do you avoid it altogether? Do you look for ways to escape? Or do you actually figure out tools and you problem solve and you figure out what your emotions are and you accept what's going on? So have you thought about what direction you typically go in? There's also two other ways of coping, outward coping versus inward coping. Outward coping is more around looking at the outside world around you and figuring out how you can use your energy to cope with what you're going through with the outside world. So this could be something like you work in the community, you talk to other people. Sometimes this outward coping can also lead to some negative outward coping strategies that people do. They take things out on other people. They take an action that might be negative or harmful. They are maybe argumentative or aggressive. Being outward isn't necessarily positive. It's just a different way of coping, right? You could also become a workaholic and that could also be a sense of avoiding what's going on. But there's also other positive things. You can work in the community and really get outside of yourself with that, which actually helps you mentally and with your mindset. Talking to others is outward. That could actually be really healing for you. Talking to other people, talking to a coach, a therapist, friends, family, whatever that might be, whoever that might be. There's also this other side of it is inward coping. Inward coping is basically kind of like curling up into yourself. You're trying to figure out how to deal with the trauma or the challenges or the stress or whatever you're going through, but you kind of curl into yourself. So some activity might be like binge watching TV. Do you binge watch Netflix or Hulu or, you know, shows? Some of this might also be just sleeping, reading, meditating, praying, eating. So it isn't necessarily positive, but you're kind of more inward. You're dealing with things on an inward basis. You're not looking outside to cope. You're basically just kind of coping and you're, and you're doing some level of self-care, but it may not necessarily be the most positive, but it's also not necessarily negative either. It's just the way in which we cope. But it goes back to the first two basic ways of thinking of coping. Are you actually active and engaging with what you're going through so that you can come through with acceptance and problem solving and solutions? Or are you avoiding? So some of the outward and inward strategies could also land into the avoiding or disengaging coping behaviors. So what do you typically do? 
Do you escape what you're going through? Escaping could also look like drinking, overeating, drug use. It could be finding kind of like these vices that give you an escape mentally so you don't have to deal with what's going on. And I'll be totally honest with you. I used to drink to escape what I was dealing with. I'm not really proud to admit that, but it was a coping strategy for me. It was a way for me to mentally just get out of myself, get out of what I'm dealing with. All of the challenges and the stress and anxiety, it gave me an escape, but it actually didn't solve anything. I was avoiding, right? I was avoiding what I was going through. I wasn't tackling it head on. I wasn't figuring out solutions. I was just delaying the inevitable, delaying, you know, what I needed to do. It was an escape for me, but it was an unhealthy escape. And I actually don't drink alcohol anymore. I don't find ways to escape. I really try to engage with what I'm dealing with and really try to be active in my emotions and my feelings and have intentions of how I actually cope. And I try to cope in a very positive way. I cope outwardly and inwardly. I read, I meditate, I pray. Those are inward things that I do to heal myself, to really address what's going on. And then I do outward coping, talking to other people, helping other people, reaching out to friends, family, working with community, working with people who are going through what I'm going through and helping them. Those are ways that I have found that have helped me cope with my own challenges and the things that I'm going through, especially my emotional challenges that I've had to work through. You know, I often see, especially moms, reaching for that quote unquote mommy juice, right? It's kind of become this joke about, oh, I need my mommy juice. I need my mommy juice. And that's for people that don't know what mommy juice is, it's pertaining to like wine or alcohol, right? It's an escape. It's been a tough day. I've got my kids. I'm dealing with this challenge, that challenge, work, family, husband, friends, whatever it is, right? I need my mommy juice. I used to be that person. You know, my son would go to bed and I would drink. I would try to escape all of the things that I was dealing with. That hasn't been the case for a long time now. But looking back, it was such a destructive way to deal with what I was going through to cope. It was destructive. It was just destroying my body, my mind. I wasn't healthier in any way. I was more unhealthy. And especially from a mindset perspective, I was not able to really think clearly. I wasn't able to cope and deal with the emotions and figuring out a healthier way to get through what I was going through. So it took a lot of intention for me to make a lot of shifts and a lot of healthier shifts in my life. But it took awareness of what I was doing to actually figure out why I'm coping the way that I am and what are my other alternatives for coping. So I'd like to ask you, How are you coping? Have you thought about it? Are you aware of what you're doing, what your actions are, where your mind is going? Is it healthy for you? Are you addressing what you're going through? Are you trying to avoid it? Because I will tell you that when you avoid what you're going through, it doesn't go away. It's still there. You're just not addressing it. You're not looking at it head on. But it's still there. Until you actually address it head on and figure out ways to push through it, it will be there. So avoiding isn't necessarily the answer, but a lot of people do do that as a coping strategy. And again, being aware, right? Are you doing that? Are you making things better or are you making things worse? Are you living a healthy, happy, mindful life? Or is the way that you're coping making things worse? Is it making things harder for you? 
When I was drinking and I would cope escaping, things didn't feel better. Maybe for that split second when you have that euphoric feeling of alcohol and you're just kind of like, oh, this feels really great for like that 30 minutes, right? I mean, that 30 minutes of that feel-good feeling didn't make the situation better. It didn't make things any better. It just gave me a little bit of relief, but it made things worse. I felt terrible. I didn't like how I was feeling. I didn't like how I was looking. I didn't like how I was thinking. You know, it didn't really help me. It didn't help the situation. So is your coping getting you to your goals? Do you have goals? Do you have ambitions? Do you have a vision of how you want your life to be? Is the way that you're coping with what you're going through actually getting you closer to those goals? These are questions I'm hoping that I'm asking you, but you can ask yourself. You can actually become more aware of how you're coping and consider some other alternatives of coping. And I do believe that short-term pain can give you long-term gain. A lot of times people choose to avoid what they're going through. They choose to escape. They choose to disengage and cope with denial, avoidance, wishful thinking. A lot of times people do that because it's the easier route. Being active and engaged with coping, dealing head on with what you're going through, reframing your brain, accepting, problem solving, having that regulation of your emotions, that is the harder path, right? It's easier to just escape. That's an easy route to take. But is easy better? Is easy getting you closer to the life you envision? Is easier getting you through what you're going through? It probably isn't. So my philosophy and things that I've learned in my journey is that short-term pain can give you long-term gain. So going through this short-term engagement of coping and the challenges and facing them head on, that is the harder thing to do, being active in how you cope. But I guarantee you that it will get you closer to your goals. It will help you so much more and give you so much gain in the future. Going through that short-term pain will give you that long-term gain. So it's important to remember that coping and how you cope is up to you. Your choices are your choices. You have choices in how you deal with what you're going through. It may not be easy. No one said going through life and challenges and stress, anxiety, fear, all the stuff that we go through, especially as parents with special needs children, and for me, especially as a single parent, These circumstances are not always the easiest to deal with or to face and be active in, but you have a choice in how you approach it. You have a choice in your actions. You have a choice in the way that you think. You have a choice in how you cope. And I hope this has given you something to think about. Again, I really believe awareness in what you do and why you do the things you do is so critical when we're talking about coping. So if there's anything I can do to help you, I am a mindset and life coach, please reach out to me. DM me at susanfink.rise, or you can also check out my website on risemindset.com. Let's connect. If you need help, reach out to other people who may be going through what you're going through. If you need a therapist, if you need to talk to someone to figure out how you can cope and get through this in a healthier way and face what you're going through head on and actively engage with what is going on in your life, make sure that you find that support. It is definitely out there for you. So that's it for this episode. I really hope that this has helped you. I hope that this has made you just 
think and ask yourself those questions. And if you can relate to this, please follow this podcast so that you don't miss another episode and share this podcast to someone who may need to hear it. And my mission, as you know, is to help as many people as I can, and I cannot do that without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support and sharing this podcast to help others. And until next time, I appreciate, I empathize, and I am here for you. And we can do this.